website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. So, but with Judith, I was like, nah, I can't do that because I know I'll be torturing myself. She just wants to put me in the friend zone, but I want more than that. And it's like, and I know there are people that are like, oh, they're going to go ahead with it, hoping that the person would change and find out that they're the person they're missing all their life. Well, it doesn't happen that way. I was not going to do that to myself, and I was not going to waste Judith's time. So I said, nah, I'm not going to do that. Let's just stay the way we are. You know, let's just keep it that way. You know? And that was that. So it was just, hello, hi, how you doing? If we see each other, you know, hug each other, blah, blah, blah. That was it. A few months later, I was working on a project. I was involved with a project at church. And a lady, some some other lady, let's just call her name. Let's just call her name Felicia. (laughs) Felicia reached out to me and told me about another lady named Esther. Because the project I was working on, Esther was very good with that project as well. So Felicia recommended that, you know, I get Esther to get involved in the project. I said, okay, I'll think about it, because I'm open to you know, ideas and stuff. And I, I found out that Judith knew about Esther's project. Judith knew about you know, Esther's project. She, she was kind of involved with that project as well. So I asked Judith, I don't recall if I told her why I wanted to you know, get her feedback on Esther to see, okay, maybe I can bring Esther in in this project. But I asked Judith about Esther. What do you think? I think I, I mentioned the project. I said, what do you think, you know, for her to work in this project I'm working on? And Judith said, oh, yeah, she's very good. She's very good. She'll make a good wife for you. Oh. He feels me right there. He t- his head went back like this. Yeah, I was like, what? Is it like she's rubbing it in that she didn't like you? I, I didn't know. I was like, that's the way I felt. I was like, what? Where did that come from? Why are you recommending? I'm simply asking if Judith, uh, I'm simply asking if Esther can work in this project, and Judith said, she will make a good wife for you. And I was upset, and um, Judith apologized, I'm sorry, you know, I thought maybe you had forgotten about me and everything like that. I said, no, but why did you bring that up, you know? I was upset and said, you know what, that's okay. She was like, she tried to apologize and everything like that. I said, you know what, no worries, just, you know, water under the bridge. Then I reached out to Esther to work on the project, and she, she did a great job. At the time in church, I worked on a, a whole bunch of projects. On this other pro- it was another project I was working on. It was just me um, and two other people. Right after that incident, I'm going for a meeting to work on this other project, and guess who I see there? Judith. I'm like, what is she doing involved in this project all of a sudden? Why, why is she here? 
Now, the project was open to people who wanted to help out with it. That's true. I have to say that. But, you know, I'm thinking, okay, again, I'm thinking from my perspective. If, <laughs> if I upset you, the last thing I want to do is be around you, even if we, we were cool. I, I don't want to be around you because I'm, you know, upset you or whatever, you know. But there she is, making herself available to help with the project. I'm like, okay, this is that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, sometimes some people feel like they have to make up for it. I, I don't know. Maybe that, I, I don't know. However, to be fair, I mentioned there were two other people involved in the project. One of those guys was a guy. And I know that Judith liked this guy. They were very close. So the only thing that made sense was, okay, she got in this project because of the guy. Because sometimes when you're so in love with somebody, even if, you know, you mess them, you, you, you got upset with somebody, you're like, I don't care if they're mad. I'm going to be here because I want this person. That's the only thing I thought of, you know. So she got involved in the project, and she worked with this other guy in the project, and they did a great job with the project. And that was that. A few weeks later, I had a dream. And before I tell you about the dream, I want to tell you about a previous dream, okay? And for those of you who know the first story I told you about, this dream was about the first girl way back. In this dream, with the first girl way back, I was marrying the first girl way back, okay? I was about to marry the first girl way back. But in real life at the time, the first girl way back was seeing somebody else. In the dream, the first girl way back was still seeing the guy, but she's going to show up in the wedding to marry me. So in the dream, I'm dressed in a tux. I didn't see her in the dream. She was somewhere getting ready to come for us to get married. I had the ring in my hand. I saw her dad in a tux getting ready for the marriage. And I remember me in the dream going to the father. I said, this is not right. I can't marry your daughter because she's seen some other guy, but I'm going to marry her in the dream. So that's how the dream kind of ended, okay? But at the time, I'm thinking, I think God has seen I'm supposed to marry her. Well, apparently that didn't turn out that way. Now, going back to Judith, I had a dream about Judith. I was going to marry her as well. She was dressed in a blue outfit. Across right where he is, waiting with the flower in her hand. She had a train behind her. Pastor Todd Hall was standing right here with a Bible in his hand. And I'm feeling rushed because I was trying to get ready to dress up and get ready for the marriage. You know, some of you know Gerard. He was combing my hair. People were just dressing me up. I was, you know, struggling to get my, get everything on. She was waiting, waiting for me to get ready. The, the, uh, there was a lady with a cake. She was getting ready to bring the cake in. And, you know, I'm struggling to get myself ready to marry her. But that's, that's all it was in the dream. That's all it was. So naturally, I'm thinking, I think I'm supposed to marry her. But she says no. But here's the point I'm trying to make. In both dreams, I never actually married them. I was about to. So for those people that say, well, I had a dream, what exactly did you see in your dream? What exactly did you see in your dream? So I had this dream a few months later. 
I get an invitation to an event by another friend who knew Judith as well. It was a get-together. So we were all invited to come to the get-together. So, you know, I went there, and Judith, Judith was there. There were other people there as well, probably maybe like 15, 20 of us there. So we were playing a game. I sat down, you know, and Judith happened to sit down beside me. Hey, I don't know. Maybe it was just a coincidence. Maybe it's because it was the only seat available. I don't know. She just happened to sit beside me while we're playing the game. So as we're playing the game, my phone buzzed. I didn't answer because I was busy. A few minutes later, Judith's phone buzzed. She got up and she left. I kept on playing my game. A few minutes later, Judith calls me. Tokes. She motioned to me to come to a room. And I'm like, okay. I go to meet her in the room. She hands me her phone because the person that called me that I didn't, it was Ruth that called me. I mentioned Ruth, the friend that was, that was my best friend. Yeah, Ruth called me. And Ruth called me through, because Ruth couldn't reach me, Ruth called Judith to reach me. But you can imagine what's going on in my head. I'm like, okay. There was an emergency, and Ruth needed my, me and Judith's help. So I said, okay, uh, we're coming to help you, and we're going together to go meet Ruth. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, um, this looks like something that couples do. <laughs> Listen, you see, I'm not trying to make this happen. I'm not I'm trying to make this happen. I'm not trying to force anything because I've learned a long time ago. You don't have to force yourself into a relationship. But for some reason whatsoever, it just seems like I'm getting thrust together with Judith. I mean, please don't hate me from thinking, okay, is there more to this? Because I couldn't write the script if I tried. So as we were going, Judith says, why don't you ride in my car and we'll go see Ruth. Now, it was either she rode in mine or her, so it's no big deal. But I'm still thinking, come on, what's going on here? So... We got in her car, went to see Ruth, everything was cool. Then we had to ride back in our car, back to where the get-together was. By this time, it was late so that I could get in my car and we'll go to our respective houses. But, you know, when I got in my car, I'm driving home like, okay, God, I don't know what's going on here. I mean, what is the deal? I, I feel like I'm getting thrust together with Judith. Judith said no. I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm not talking to her again. I'm done. I'm not talking to her. I respect myself. I'm not trying to embarrass myself anymore. Mm -mm. I'm not doing this anymore. You know, I don't know. Why is this happening? Do you want me to just pray for her? I'm already doing that. I don't need to be around her to pray for her. <laughs> you know, what, what's the deal? What's going on? So I'm like, you know, I'm done. I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I just kind of feel like because we keep being together, I'm feeling like maybe God is saying, say something, do something again. But I already did. She said no. I said, I'm not doing this again. So I went home. Then I get a phone call from Ruth. Ruth wanted me to come get something from Ruth to give to Judith. I'm like, because Ruth was not in a position to do so. She wasn't in a position to do so. And trust me, Ruth was not trying to hook us up. That I can tell you. That's a guarantee. She wasn't. 
So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it one more time, Father. Just one. <laughs> I'm going to do it one more time. I was telling God, one more time, Lord. Just one more time. So I took the stuff. I met Judith. I gave it to her. Then I went home. Then I think maybe a day later or two, I sent her an email. I said, hey, you know, I know you said you're not interested. No, I just want to ask again. You know, now you open, whatever. She said, no. <laughs> she said, no. I was like, thank you. Just wanted to check. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> that was it. A few months later, there used to be a couple that went to Lakewood. They moved out of Lakewood and went out of town. The couple were coming back to Houston to visit, and they wanted to see me. And they asked me to come for breakfast. I went for breakfast, sat down with them, and they told me, by the way, Judith is going to join us. <laughs> At this point, it didn't mean anything to me. I was like, okay, cool, no problem. Because at this point, I was done. In fact, I was already, you know. I had tried to even move on before the get-together, you know. But things didn't work out. And I was already thinking of moving on. Then this happened. Then it happened. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. It doesn't mean anything, you know. But voila. I'm happily married to the person that God did have for me. But I said all that because I want to finish up with five things I want to say. Number one, like Patricia mentioned, God talks to us differently. Okay? God speaks to everyone differently. There is one primary way that he speaks to everybody, and it's through the scriptures, through the word of God. Okay? But beyond that, God speaks to people differently. In Numbers 12, verses 6 to 8. Numbers 12, 6 to 8 God was upset with Miriam and Aaron because they criticized Moses about his Ethiopian wife. Okay, Numbers 12, 6 to 8. And God called him on the carpet and he said, you guys, we need to talk. He, he brought them to the tabernacle. Then he told them, he said, listen, when I speak to prophets, I speak to them in dreams and visions. But Moses, no. I speak to him face to face. Moses, I don't speak to him in riddles. I speak to him clearly, which lets us know that God doesn't talk to everybody the same way. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, 